It's the Manifesting Hour, coming to you live on the UI Radio Network. Have fun, be childlike, interact, and play again. Get to pretend on this digital happy hour. Join the group intention, where we manifest dreams into reality, helping you look within so you can find your blocks, walking you to your next inspired step. It's the Law of Attraction in Action, with your host, Sandra Hunt. Join the Huntress on Tuesday, 5 to 6 p.m., throwing you in the deep end with a big smile. The Manifesting Hour with the Huntress. Hello, everyone. Hello. We are, um, let's see, we got a lot to talk about today. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about, actually. Yeah. Well, it, the funny thing is I was thinking about the show coming over here because I'm really excited about my guest. But the other thing is I was just thinking about how uh, it would be nice to do a light, airy show today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> After, uh, last we, had a, we had an intense episode last time. Yeah. But we need those episodes. It got a lot of got a lot of traction. But yeah. I, it, it's interesting. People, pain reaches out to a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, we're here to do it from every aspect. Not everybody's inspired by, by um, inspiration and and lightness, but so a lot of people can be inspired to move through pain, which is actually my path of how I got to where I am. I had a lot of pain in my life, but that's hopefully, that's a different show. It's, it's a different show. <laughs> hopefully, a different person in a different time of my life, but. Just to give you guys a heads up what's going on here at United Intentions this week, Wednesday, tomorrow, uh, um, the Good Intentions show with Tim and Jesse. That's correct. But he will be having Michael Monk. He's a return guest. Uh, Jesse calls him the energy avatar. Well, it, it's not me. It's his self-title. Oh, it is? He calls yeah. himself the energy avatar. That's right, yeah. And by far, he's been my favorite guest in the show. So I'm Really? Excited. Yeah, I'm excited that he's coming back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You, oh. you have some experience dealing with him. Too. Yes, and if you guys haven't had a chance to watch him or learn or learn about him, he's like a master energy I hate to use the word manipulator because that sounds bad. It does but he, sound bad. But he just knows how to, he knows energy. Yeah, he, he knows how just, to harness it. He knows how to harness it. He knows how to channel it. He knows how to connect with everything. You can watch videos that, um, I think, on our YouTube channel now, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, of him. On our YouTube channel, not yet, but you can't find them on YouTube. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, Pretty he will cool. be on there. Yeah. And Thursday, we have with Tim on the Wake Up Hour Kevin Kevin Ship is returning. He definitely is, and that is a uh, that gets a funny. lot of views. Yeah, if they really do. C E C I C I A agent gone rogue. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's going to be an interesting one because I think uh, Tim might ask him some hardball questions, but we'll see. We'll yes. see what happens. And you said that Friday shows a wake up hour show as well with That's Dr. Right. Samuel Melkarski. That's correct. And it's car. It's about um, he's a chiropractor, and yes. he talks about body inflammation. So I think what he's probably going to do is probably do a lot of exposing. Of um, if he's on the wake up hour, he's going to be exposing something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to me, it seems because I haven't uh, I haven't spoke with him recently, but it, to me, it seems like he's going to shine the light on things that normally people wouldn't necessarily understand. Like, oh, why is this happening to me? That's kind of what he. That's his thing. Uh, I should have some essential oils here for him. You should. You're like, hey. Take these. Take peppermint and wild, wild orange. Yes. Yeah. If you are experiencing <laughs> seasonal allergies, use lemon, lavender, peppermint, and wild orange. Yeah. Wild <laughs> it's orange. eucalyptus. Wild orange is my favorite, so I use it for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one to love. 
It's oh, a yeah. good one to love. But we have a, a really fun, fun, fun show today. And a personal friend, recent personal friend. I'm going to shut my computer, or maybe I should just turn off the sound. Yeah, that could work, That too. could work, too. <laughs> uh, she's here. We met through a, kind of a mutual friend inspiration. Uh, both, all of us are somehow connected to Athens. Um, not me personally from living there ever, but working there and knowing people from there. Knowing people from there. And um, we met at a talk, an inspirational mm-hmm. talk. And then she actually attended my uh, she actually attended my retreat. Awesome, amazing retreat. Oh, <laughs> thank really you. good. <laughs> and for next year, if you that's my plug for next year, or whenever we decide to do another one. But uh, but here today we have Dr. Lynetta G. Willis. She always puts the G, so I have to ask her about that. <laughs> Psychologist multi-award winning author of My Forgotten Self, which is a children's book. If you can't see it so if you're listening, but people. if you can, if you're watching, this is it. It's beautifully, beautifully illustrated. Uh, it's a children's tale about purpose, worth, and divine guidance, and a creator, and, the, and she's also the creator of Inner Pathways Parenting, uh, which is a researched, informed program that integrates self-awareness and imagery to help foster a soul level connection between our children and ourselves. Yes. So we're trying to get her connected with the Imagine If program. Definitely. I mean, this book has actually been added to the Imagine If uh, reading list. Yay. So she's a preferred author in the book or suggested author and book for the Imagine If reading list. And you'll be hearing us talk a lot more, more and more about our Imagine If program because it's, it's getting ready to have some major launches and success. But she's a passionate teacher, spiritual seeker, and mother of two. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> So, Dr. Willis, she sees relationships as spiritual growth vehicles. One of the most powerful being, one of the most powerful being the relationship between the child and the caregiver. That's so true. Mm-hmm. I swear, to, if you, we'll have to talk about some things that I kind of heard over the summer and thought about. Oh yeah. Um, but as a speaker, she helps connect people with their highest self and move them from reactivity, shame, and unworthiness to self-love, conscious power, and compassion. Aww. <laughs> so without further ado, Dr. Lynetta Willis. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and if, you, if you're listening and you don't have a chance to, to, to visually see her, you have to at least go look at her beautiful pictures that we promoted her with. Oh, thank you, son. Wow. Wow. And it's also your bio picture in the back. I yes, your that it's like the photo. So he's everywhere. <laughs> Your picture is reflective of who you are, and that says a lot. So, oh, thank you. Because I knew you. when I saw it, I was like, this this is a cool person. Oh, <laughs> yay. Thank you so much for saying that. So. Yeah, but reading in the back, it says that you've been writing for a while. I have. I have. I used to write when I was, I started writing when I was really, really young. Um, my grandfather got Alzheimer's disease and he, we, he and I were very very close my father wasn't in my life when I was young so he was like my father and he got Alzheimer's disease and broke my heart and when he passed away it was really hard for me so that really sparked in me a desire to get out the pain and the confusion that I was experiencing and how old were you when writing. he passed I was probably about 11 so you were young. Yeah, I was yeah. really young. And I probably started writing when I was maybe like 12, 13, somewhere in there. And did you always write? Was it always your vehicle? Or was it something you put down and put, picked back something up? Something I put down, picked up. I never really, even after I wrote this book, funny enough, because of how it, it was birthed, 
I, uh, <laughs> I was talking to a writing coach and he said something like, we as authors. And I was like, who is authors? <laughs> and he was like, you and I. And I was like, oh, I'm not an author. <laughs> you don't, yeah, it's like, but you wrote a book. You I published a book. I, yeah. I was like, oh, that's just a one-off. I'm not an author. What are you talking about? Like, you know, so it took a while to be like, wait, no, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so you wrote after his passing. I did. And I that did. started it. I did. Wrote a lot of poetic pieces. Um, and like I said, it was, like you said, put it down, picked it up, put it down, picked it up. Whenever I felt a need for it, I, I see in images. So a lot, my friends in high school would always be like, ah, because I would be ta- I'd be explaining something and I would say, it's like, and they're like, oh, here she goes with another metaphor. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of writers in general, and I, I took classes and write script writing. Oh, yeah. And that's, it, that's what they tell you. That's your intuition giving you images to write. Yeah. So a lot of writers see in images, they just put it into words. Exactly. Is that how you write as well? So you, you get the download of the images. It is. And then I have to interpret it. Right. So I'm, especially it would happen a lot when I would sit with clients because I'm a psychologist as well. And I would sit with clients and they would be talking to me and an image of like a boat would come up and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Mm-hmm. And they, I would see, and I'm like, Oh, I got it. Okay. And I would tell them what I got was an image of a boat. And this is, does this make sense to you to use this? And, and I would explain to them. You're lost word. at sea. Right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> or you were this dangerous boat. Yeah. <laughs> no one can hear you cry. Yeah. In the darkness with the waves. <laughs> But the light is coming. There's yes, an island there's a ahead. Lighthouse. There's a lighthouse. <laughs> Be the lighthouse. There you go. <laughs> but uh, but there's some interesting things that I just found out about her and kind of pre-working with the show. One, she's multi-award winning. So you, it says here that your Purple Dragon um, Book Award, you won the first place at the Purple Dragon Book Award? Yeah, the, what is, what the is first that? Dragonfly Book Award. It's a book award that they give out um, to children's books that inspire and there's a whole tagline that I can't remember it, all of it, but inspirational children's literature. Mm. That's an award they give out for that. And then the Nautilus award is, is a similar award. They give it for affirming inspirational works. Um, a lot of like Carolyn Mace and, you know, different people like uh, that have won that award. So it was a pretty big honor. Like what? Thank you. But if you <laughs> haven't read this book, uh, obviously it's, it's geared towards children, but it is just, it reminds me of me. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because when people read it, what I get often is it's like a children's book for adults. <laughs> but, it, but it's not, though. It's also a children's book. But right, you, right, right, right. Exactly. Just, especially when you have like the the, the, the dancer one is mm, the one that really resonates yeah. with me. Um, I loved to dance when I was a kid, but like the whole you can't do this, you're mm-hmm. not supposed you know, or you're don't do it's not safe. It's not safe. Yeah. And yet you hear that a lot as a child. Like, don't do that. Everybody tells you what you shouldn't do, but no one pushes you towards what you feel that you should do. Because I guess as parents, we people try to protect right, right. more than they Yeah. Absolutely. We want to protect. We have beliefs. We have triggers. You know, we come with a whole like I was raised with this mindset. I call these different between like role sight and soul sight. And from the role sight parenting perspective, you believe that like children are there to, you know, we, we, they're, they're like adults know everything. We know the answers. We're here to guide them, tell them what to do all the time, you know, but the truth is they have a lot of wisdom in them as well. And, and they themselves are um, really valuable. And my kids teach me every single day, you know, so being able to balance that, no, you can't stick a fork in the toaster or run out in a busy street of, 
you know, mm-hmm. traffic with, okay, what's going on right now? Is this something that I'm holding my child back from doing because I genuinely feel in my heart of hearts that it's important and, and it can, it's harmful to them? Or is it maybe something in me that's being triggered? Mm-hmm. You know, am I saying these words to them because they're coming from my truest, deepest self to their truest, deepest self? Or am I saying it because of my beliefs that I'm carrying for my right, childhood, right, right? right? So being right. able to be aware of that. Right. It's difficult sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's interesting that you said that, like that, that, that your beliefs are being triggered and a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of people don't know that. Exactly. And especially when you're dealing with your kids, cause they're like little versions of you, you know? And mm-hmm. I know for me too, like even, you know, I do a lot of this work and, and I do a lot of self-awareness work and, I still get triggered by my kids. You know, they still do things and say things where I'm like, ah! <laughs> you know, like, stop. Like my son, for instance, he is such a dreamer. His mind is always all over the place. He's and the whimsical. Yes, yes. Butterflies and fairies. He, I'm not kidding. He would literally be on the soccer field and the game would be going on. And he's like looking at the flowers and playing Aww. with them. And then he goes off and makes like two goals. And then he comes back and plays <laughs> with the flowers. Well, that's probably why. <laughs> Because he's, he's dialed he's, in, and yeah, he's dialed in exactly. all of that. Yeah, and there's a part of me too that that does that. But when I was very little, I was I was always shamed and shut down for for sort of doing that daydreaming thing. So there's a part of me that says that's bad, you know, like no, you need to focus, you need to you know focus and and do what you got to do. And do, so I, I have to be careful sometimes. I'm like, Joseph, come on, or rah, 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 or focus, or you know, and just being aware that, you know what maybe I can allow his soul to express itself in this way in this moment. Like there's really nothing like, is, do we really have to move or is it just me and this part being triggered within me? That's yeah. like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Yeah. 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 Now there's something else she did it right in her bio, but I found out her book was endorsed by. Oh yes. Uh, Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. <laughs> He's yeah. one of my favorite people in the world. Cue applause. I know. <laughs> He's really one of my favorite people. I went to Agape when I was in L.A., and uh, it's amazing what he's done with that community. But you have to kind of um, – so you just – I think she told me you just emailed it to his assistant. I don't know I how did. you did that, but is it that – I just got a hit. You know, I was listening to him on Oprah. I know it about him, but I was listening to him on Oprah Super Soul Sunday. And he started to explain his visioning process. And I was like, that's the book. And so I just wrote to him and I was like, here's your visioning process (laughs) in so many words. And uh, and, yeah, and we connected and it was great. It was really, really So what does that mean when he endorses your book? Do you have like a, is it in here or is it something that he. um... So he actually wrote a blurb. It's on my website and on the Facebook page. He actually wrote a blurb about the book and what he thought of the book. Well, you know, they have a bookstore in Agape. I do, I do, and they have that as well. So they might actually, they have it. Like I sent him a copy of. That's where I, that's where it really started. I was like, hey, would you put my book in your bookstore? And he ended up endorsing it as well. So I need to follow up on that. But I think it'll probably also get put in that bookstore as well. Oh, oh look at you! I know, so exciting. <laughs> do you know how many thousands of people funnel through that 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 um that church? I know. Crazy. It like it's packed. And he has a ton of guest speakers because, like, we were talking about how he's not – he's there, but he, obviously he is doing a lot of mission work, yeah. too, so he's a lot – so especially if you get a book into the 
the store. It's a lot of people. It's a lot by. of people, and you then you could even ask them. I'm putting this out there. I know this wasn't your intention, <laughs> but to to come in and be a guest speaker about conscious parenting. Ooh, or I would love that. Yay! And speaking of conscious parenting, Shafali um, Sabari, the author of the Conscious Parent, also endorsed it. <laughs> Awesome. So we're lucky that. to have her here now yeah. because because in a year from now we're gonna be she's gonna be like girl I'm on Oprah Super Soul Sunday I'm gonna get time for you I will not rebuke that I will hold that vision with you <laughs> like we hope people move on and do better things and but that, I will always come back what I know just 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 remember our imagine if program um, that's the main thing I would love to pair the two I think you know just listening to pieces about it I think they would fit super well together in so many ways mm-hmm. like the parenting aspect the child aspect I mean it just fits I was talking to Jennifer today and I was like lock meet key this is perfect let's <laughs> play together yay yes. <laughs> well you, you you got your PhD in psychology I did so just out of curiosity how does traditional psychology that you would have to major in master in, write your you know thesis on line up with this conscious spiritual woo-woo world this people or true true world right right (laughs) you know it's shifting a lot so way 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 back when this never would have happened because psychology like during Freudian time psychology was really wanting to legitimize itself as part of the medical field and now we've moved into the space where, where, you know, you have positive psychology, you do have aspects of psychology that recognize spirituality, um, you know, so that, and there are even divisions in the um, American Psychological Association that deal with spirituality and psychology. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't a huge leap. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, there is a part of me, I was talking to somebody about this recently where I have, so I call myself a spiritually centered psychologist. And the spiritually centered part focuses on intuition and emotions and energy. Being present. Right. Recognizing. Exactly. And then there's always that psychology part piece, part of me that says, okay, how do we support this research? (laughs) Like, what does this mean practically? And, you know. Where's the evidence base? Exactly. There is always that part that wants to jump in. Well, we need you to teach your two children the Imagine If program. And then there's evidence base. I would love to. We're gathering evidence. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so did you ever conflict with that or are you always looking away to marry the two? That was always what I wanted to do. Even mm-hmm. in graduate school, I would like my dissertation was on the faith development process. That was what really? I wrote on. Yes, I did interviews. And well, what was your thesis on for your doctorate? Well, so we had to, we had a pre-dissertation project and a dissertation project. So my pre-dissertation project was on how people use spirituality and religion, how they differentiate from it and how they use it. And then my actual dissertation was a spinoff of that in, in, in terms right, of the dissertation development. Yeah. You know, what does, what does this process look like? Uh, and I specifically did it within the African-American church community. Right. Because I, you got to tell, tell everybody that part of you just real quick. She's like, I grew up... <laughs> Yes, I always say I, I always grew up in the Black Baptist tradition, and now we I'm I'm reading about like energy and metaphysics, and like so things will happen to me. I'll experience things, and I'm like, I'm Black Baptist. We don't do that. Like, <laughs> don't talk about energy. And I know. I know. Clearing our chakra. What is that? Right, right, right. They don't talk, chakras. People in my church don't even know what they are. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. But so it's opening up a whole new world for me. It's exciting. It yeah, is. this whole book did. It, it just really exposed me to a lot of different 
ways of, of being and engaging the divine, you know? Well, tell the audience a little bit about how you wrote the book. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So again, never saw myself as an author. And I went to a creative arts workshop with some colleagues of mine and they, we were doing the workshop and it got to the creative writing portion. And the facilitator said, okay, I want you to write a book. I mean, sorry, I want you to write a story, but the only rule is it has to begin with the words once upon a time. So I was like, okay, that's easy. So I wrote once upon a time. And then the story just, the only word I can use is just downloaded. It just came. The words were just coming. I was like writing so fast to the point where I even, I I remember mumbling, slow down. I can't write that fast. Like it just poured out of me. And I, Sylvia Plath style. Yeah. (laughs) And afterwards I read it to the group and they were like, that's a children's book. And I was like, hmm. And I sat on it for for years, you know, and then finally oh, for years. Yes, I did that in like 2010. Okay. Yeah, but the first version, I actually found it recently. It was so interesting, and it was like all creased. The first version was very esoteric, so I really had to like bring it down so that it would be more. There was like thighs and thous and all kinds. Of, I was like, I don't even talk like that. What? You know. So I really had to flip it like and make it a little bit more so it was like an automatic writing process for you yes it was it was there and that's what led me on that path like I don't understand this like in my church tradition we didn't talk about channeling and downloading and automatic writing and I mean people could we it's called the holy spirit I was about to say people would speak in tongues they get the holy ghost things like that but Mm -hmm. it was more that sense of being taken over Mm -hmm. and and almost like body and, and, and like what you said and what you did, like my version of that from seeing that, remembering that from childhood, like people would literally get up and hold hands around the person to make sure they didn't hit their head. Or, mm-hmm. They were just, it scared me actually. When mm-hmm. I was very young. Like a protective barrier. Right. And I was like, what's happening to them? But now t- for this type of thing, like somebody actually sitting down and just receiving and writing what they're receiving in a way that's comprehensible. And, and you know, that, I didn't know about that. So I had to start reading and figuring out what was this about? What happened to me? Um, and, and since then, it's happened to, you know, quite a bit since I've gotten more awareness about it. Yeah. Do you know how to open and close the channel? Not as intentionally as I would like. Yeah. I can I can sit down, I can create the intention, and I, I know it'll come at some point. But it's not like, you know... Right. It's not like Abraham Hicks style, you know, where I'm like, hello, goodbye. You know, like, no, it doesn't happen that way. But everybody can do it. It's just everybody, and I, everybody doesn't understand that they, we all have that capability. It just shows up differently. And I, for a long time, I was like, why can't I do it the way Esther does it? You know, like, why does it not show up for me the way it does for this person? But then you realize it does show up for you. It just, you're, comparing yeah your experience. yeah and yeah. that actually can shut down the channel yeah. when you get into that comparative space of you know my gift's not as good as your gift then we're completely focusing and we're, we're stuck in those parts of us that really don't have as much faith if you will in that divine essence mm-hmm. you know and it can get us like off track which happens a lot yeah it's <laughs> very a- easy now, do you do you find that um that you're very exhausted after you write like this or do you do you have that exhaustion period that's a really good question I'm not exhausted but it's definitely the sense of I will write and then there's a doneness about it like it's like that is all for today and I'm like (laughs) okay 
<laughs> Moving on. You're like, I showed up to work. <laughs> Have you seen Elizabeth Gilbert's TED Talk um, about the, the inspiration? No. Yeah, you should look at it. She talks about Sylvia Plath and the poem coming running down the hill, and if she didn't catch it, it would go running to another poet because oh. the, the universe doesn't really care how it gets yeah. out there as long as it gets out there. But she talks about that she's 90% work and 10% everything else. Mm-hmm. And so she, when she's sitting at her computer and nothing will come to her, she'll say, I look at the, you know, the little monster in the corner, the creative monster and say, look, I showed up. Right. So you got to show up too. <laughs> you know? So she just, she talks so to third person. Yeah, like I am ready. I am ready. Ready to receive. Well, <laughs> you have a lot that you want to accomplish. You have a lot that you want to do and kind of give us your vision. Like what is, what is the, what is this legacy that you're building here? Right, right. It's so interesting that you use that word. And I was reading it online. I was like, of legacy. course. I never thought of that. Yeah. But I love that word. That's so cool. It's, it's interesting. So one thing that I put down when I set the intention for the show, the first thing I wrote was um, something along the lines of, I want to be more consistent in my ability to look at other people on a soul level and see everyone as my teacher in all opportunities as growth experiences. And then I thought, well, I need to make it a bit more concrete. And I said, well, I would love to build a community of people, whether it be online or in person. I can just sort of get out this, this message around this concept of soul sight that I have been working with recently. And then I was sitting there freaking out, like, I don't know what to do. And then it sort of came together, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I would love to form huge communities. Like I just started a Facebook group, Soul Sight Mama on Facebook. And I would love to form huge communities of people who really just work to, I almost said develop the skill, but I really don't believe it's developing a skill. I believe it's more like remembering in essence, our ability to really tap into um, our divine self in a way that, and, and what does that look like? It looks like it comes in the form of the way that we communicate with people, the way that we look at ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and really reclaim that those spiritual identities that we hold. Um, and I would, I would, what I see that looking like, I see groups coming together and communicating with each other. And I would almost say like a, a manual of sorts or something that they could use as a guide to help talk about their lives from this perspective. So what you want to be is a leader in a community of people. You almost want to have your own agape, it sounds Ooh, like. That would be cool and frightening. But, you know, but I mean, not so much <laughs> no. in a church setting, but that's kind of, it's a community of like-minded people to come together. Well, and, you know, it's a lot more of listening, mm-hmm. but I, I guess yours would be more of communicating is that I don't know yeah no no and speaking it's funny you said that somebody was actually I was talking to someone who was intuitively connecting to me um on on my purpose and they were like I see you as a leader of a community and I was like really that's interesting so it's funny that you use those mm-hmm. words because there's a part of me that's like oh really okay wow that, that sounds really big. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's another part of me honestly that like that would be so awesome. Like there's a part of my soul that's like, that would be really, really cool. Yeah. You know? Well, so she created an intention on the United Intentions website. So everybody that's listening, if you haven't go, go on the website, play around, create an intention, join. It's, it's free. It's easy to do. And you can actually friend Lynetta and she will friend you back. And you can, and like there's power in numbers. So the more of us that are doing this together, the faster it happens for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
But you say you want to attract a thousand member aligned, engaged soul tribe community with a desire to love deeply, learn consciously and live fully. How can we help you with that today? Ooh. Do you want to do it on Facebook? Facebook would be a great place to start. Yeah, okay. definitely. I said a thousand, and then I talked to my friend. She's like, "You can go ten thousand. I was like, "That's like, kind of low." All right, <laughs> ten thousand then. Ten thousand people. If, if it's not big enough, if it doesn't scare you, <laughs> it's not big enough. Oh, a million? What? I know. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> I look. If, 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 think about it. If it doesn't scare you. It yeah. doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not big it's enough. Too small. It's too you're small. in your comfort zone. No, you're right. You're so right. I'll say, yeah, let's go with 10,000, 12,000. That's what came up. 12,000 12,000. Soul aligned people who are really committed to living that life and, and having that ability to really view people because it's, it's really interesting. I was sitting and I was thinking about this concept of soul sight recently. And I don't know why this didn't hit me earlier. I feel kind of silly, but I realized that this, that's a lot of what this book is about. You know, I feel like I downloaded the manual before I even got the concept. It's really about, you know, in the book, she's struggling with other people's beliefs and how people think and mm-hmm. what they tell her and internalizing that. It's, it's, she's getting sad about it. She's really wrapping her identity around the beliefs of other, that other people, other well-intentioned people hold about her. And then she has this realization that there is an essence, a spirit, a presence that's much bigger than her and has absolutely nothing but her highest good and love for her and, and she can do all these things yes and wants yes. to work through her you know through her words through her imagination through her healing yes healing yes. all of these things but the, the place that it starts what you realize towards the end is it really is about realizing that you are worthy that you are Ooh. worthy and that you are loved and that you are, are capable yes yeah. So all the, the biggest person that holds us back is ourselves. Exactly. If you believe that, you know, if we view ourselves as vessels or, you know, and you believe that your vessel is broken, you're not really going to use it for the intention <laughs> with the intention of inspiring and co-creating it because it's broken. Right. I'm not, why am I going to use this microphone? It's broken. You know? <laughs> but if I realize it works, it's, it's whole and it's beautiful and it's enough and it's amazing. Yeah. And it is a divine, you know, creation. Oh, well, I'm going to rock this microphone. I'm about to go Whitney Houston on this right. microphone. You know? I mean, really. Not really. I will spare you. I, I love you. I know. I love it. I love it. So we're going, to ta- we're, going to, we're going to come back to that because I think that's really, really important. So Miss Leader, Community of Thousand, Dr. Lynette Willis, we'll be right back. My father received excellent care in the hospital, but hospitals are depressing, and I knew that if we could just get him home, he'd do so much better. Golden Home Services, the premier private in-home care service for seniors in Georgia. Here's a real client, Laura Ross. His Golden Home caregivers had been working closely with the hospital staff, and since the doctors knew that he would receive quality care, they were willing to speed up the rehab process and discharge him sooner than normal. He started getting better by leaps and bounds. He still has a way to go, but I'm beginning to feel like I have my old dad back. I can't say enough good things about Golden Home Services. I don't know what my family would have done without them. Hi, I'm Greta Fole, president of Golden Home Services. We all have parents, and I know I love my parents more than anything else in this world. And because of that, Golden Home Services makes sure we care for your parents as if they were our parents. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are live on Facebook at United Intentions. And if you want to watch us live but aren't able to catch us live, you can always go to our YouTube channel. 
That's right. United Intentions. And this is the manifesting hour. So you would just watch this as my own channel. Uh, Your own playlist. My own playlist. Sorry. I'm so not internet savvy. Can you guys tell? She's new. I know. I know. But you can follow us on Twitter at Higher Intentions. That's right. And you can follow us on Instagram at United Intentions. And we will soon be streaming live on Instagram as well. And that's going to be fun. How long do you think it's going to be? I think next week. Okay, let's not, yeah, we'll, we'll hold that up. I'm all about we good all... intentions, but I'm also about the scariness of technology. <laughs> but now we're back with Dr. Lynetta Willis, and she's here today, and she's talking about co-creating this a community of people. Now, you said you don't really know how it's going to show up. You don't care if it's online, but I see it, um, see, as, as I'm talking, it's, I'm getting images. Okay, all right. <laughs> Talk about it now. Talk yes, about yes. it now. That's what we're here so, to do. Give me the images I and tell me. Starting online and developing an energy behind it. And, and you know. It was so say this. Say it started. So on, it started online and did. developed this energy around it. And when I originally, so I downloaded this parenting paradigm about a year before. And um, it, I resisted it because I said, I don't want to talk to parents about how to get their kids to eat peas. Like, that's just not what I want to do. Yeah. But it kept coming. And what I've since realized was that parenting was really just a tool. It was, it was a foundation for us to practice this concept of soul sight. Because if we're going to practice seeing the divine in everyone with anyone. And that's and what succeed, you call soul sight. Right, right. Seeing, it's almost like namaste in action. <laughs> <laughs> Being the like, divine. Like, nah, I'm going to stay in action. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like that. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to stay in action. action. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> if we're going to practice that with anyone, it's going to be with our children. right? And as we do that with our children and we practice being able to be curious about them instead of frustrated and being able to teach them to connect with us on, on, a, on a deeper level because we connect with them on a deeper level then we can take those skills and those abilities and apply them to other people as well. And as we do that, we become less depressed. We become less anxious. We start to see ourselves as whole and as unique and as just wonderful, beautiful, bright souls. You know, so I see this forming, oh, sorry. It's formed, <laughs> it's formed as this online community of people that really, really got into this idea of healing and empowerment being available to them through um, their ability to see themselves and others on a deeper soul level. So lo- love, right, right, right. That having that self-love, having that, being able to radiate that to other people, um, being able to, um, you know, and just coming together in communities where they can talk about it with each other, when they can hold each other accountable. You know, these are the things that happen to me. How do I view this from a soul sight perspective, right? How do I take what I'm learning and use it to empower me and not depress me? Mm-hmm. How do I use it to carry me to that next level? How do I see those gifts that are inherent in this neighbor who's frustrating me or even in this child who's in my life and expresses so much joy? What, what contract do I have with this child? What right. am I to learn from them? Right. Oh, that's so, a good one. What contract do I have yeah, with this child? The soul contract. Exactly. So being able to think on that level and constantly asking ourselves these questions and saying, all right, how do you view that from, let's view that from a soul site perspective. Let's break it down. What could be going on here? What feels good to you? What's going to be your logical next step? Not necessarily from your intellectual standpoint, but from a deeper 
the deeper space. Like, what do you feel called to do next? What do you feel pulled to do next? Right. So we're the next that Oprah. Although ah. there's already been an Oprah. So the next rising star. <laughs> when she retires, you're taking over. <laughs> I totally see you on Soul Super Soul Sunday. Do you? Yes. That would totally. be so cool. Yeah. Salmon with Oprah drinking chai tea. Oh, uh, I'm there. That pictures it's happening. Yeah, right? Yeah. I could see it too. <laughs> Oprah watch Oprah hi Oprah. <laughs> but I the, so so if people wanted to join your community today, mm-hmm. today if you're listening here right now. Where do they go to join this community and what do you want to engage with them so that you can grow this right, even right, bigger? Right. So right now I started this group, Soul Sight Mama, and it's on Facebook. And again, I'm using parenting as a platform to help us all, myself included, because I don't have all the answers here, mm-hmm. <laughs> but myself included to help foster this connection with our children on this deeper soul sight level so that we can have fun as mm-hmm. parents, be very intentional and be very conscious as parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the, 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 the tools, the parenting tools. And I've done a lot of parenting workshops and seminars and they're all great. But the way I see it is those tools are really helpful in helping us to become aware of the parts of us that are keeping us feeling disconnected from ourselves or from our children. So those tools can help us to open those pathways up mm-hmm. and those channels so that all parts of us can align and with, within ourselves and with our children. So I'm, so you I'm sorry. So with this community, what is the bigger, is it to, yeah. to make the world like, what is your, there's ultimately a bigger vision than just, you're pushing me bigger, aren't you? Sandra? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, look, you have, if you, when you have this platform of mm-hmm. people, where are you going to lead them? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what is your ultimate my ultimate vision, really, I, that's why I loved the legacy piece that, that the show started with, yes. because my ultimate vision is that this will be a legacy, that people will continue. So when you think about parenting, so my, I was raised in a home where, you know, there were certain, like we would, you know, children should be seen and not heard. Black is black, um, white is white. Exactly. Right. I'm the ch- adult, you're the child. So just as easily as those types of things can be propagated from generation to generation to generation, we can also propagate, we are souls and we are here to co-create and teach one another. We are, you have wisdom, even though you're smaller than me, you have wisdom and I have wisdom and we can learn and, and, and inspire one another. Yes. I get frustrated with you because you don't want to put on your freaking shoes when I have to be in my meeting in five minutes. I have no connection to that. (laughs) (laughs) And I have tools that I can use in this moment to engage you on a deeper level so that we can both learn and we can both be inspired. I don't have to jack you up and put you in the car. We can, we, can, we can work this out in this moment and both be better and stronger and more empowered for it. So it's, it's shifting that legacy of I'm the adult, you're the child, seen and not heard, spare the rod, spoiler, all that stuff, and shifting the lens over to a new space, a new reality where we can view each other and view our children as spiritual beings that are here to co-create. We are here because we're, the ch- child you have is not by accident. Right. You have that child for a reason. You chose each other. Exactly. And, and, and you, focusing on that, setting intentions around that, being aware of that, and moving with and through that awareness. How powerful could we be as a planet? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, no, there's a reason why we are sitting here right now. Right. There's a reason why you and I came together. Right. right. And so realizing that and sitting with that intention with each other, you know, and being able to say, wow, or even if it's just sitting with that, like, 
we co-created this experience. Right. How awesome is that? Right. Let's make some magic together. Right. You know, or if somebody makes you angry, wow. Okay. What are they what trying are to here? show me that I need to work exactly. on? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I think if people would learn that one skill, <laughs> the, the earth would shift in a day. <laughs> the earth would stop and be like, what? Say. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands, tens of thousands of followers, yes. tens of thousands of people are reading this book. What is next after writing? Like, do you want to take this to another platform? Right. Well, actually, funny enough, I am writing and I started another book that that looks at our spiritual journeys as, as a, the soul's journey that I'm really excited. I'm starting to download. That's where I sit and I type and then spirits like you're done. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, so I was, I love speaking. I love teaching. Like I'm, I'm always when I get up and, and have those opportunities, I get so excited. Agape. <laughs> I keep getting agape. East Coast agape. <laughs> Let's do it. I love doing that. And I see retreats and seminars and all Okay, so where would your ultimate, okay, you're planning your ultimate retreat right now. Ooh. Tell me, with, if nothing were an object, how, what's that retreat going to look like? And oh, talk wow. about it like it's, you're planning it right now. So we are going to an island in Fiji. <laughs> With Ernie Robbins. I, I can dig it. I'm there. Okay. Exactly. We are going to an island in Fiji. And it is going to be amazing. We're going to have experiences set up where... We're going to get together as groups and we're going to connect with one another and just feel each other's energy and, and be there and for the intention of healing. But we're also going to work on our stuff. You know, what less, it's not just going to be like, let's just sit down and stare at the sky and write moonbeam poems. No, we're really going to work. We're really going to work and we're going to go in and out of meditative states where we're really connecting with our deeper selves and, and getting a deeper understanding. And it would be really cool if people could bring an issue or the energy of a person, whether it could be a great energy. Something they so want to release. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and something that they want to understand on a deeper level so that when they, t- they can take that and go back to where they are and actually imply, apply things, implement them into their lives. So they set those intentions to figure out what that is, unpack some stuff, repack some stuff, some resources. And when they go back out there, they are a new person in some ways, you know, a more clear, a more conscious, a more aware person, a more accepting, a more self-loving, a more other loving person. And then I see it as a community being fostered. So then they're able to connect back. It's not just, all right, bye. See you next year. Like we're able to reconnect as time goes on and, Mm -hmm. and, be like, hey, I struggled with X, you know, and, and I need some help around that. Help me do that from a soul site perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah. Really, so it's just this constant idea, this constant way of being, this constant way of learning, this constant way of knowing about this spirituality, this, this spiritual realm, this divine essence that many of us, I think, sense it, feel it, want to connect to it, but aren't quite sure how. And it's so interesting that you're saying like keeping in the vibe because mm-hmm. you'll leave these retreats mm-hmm. and we're working on our post stuff, but, and it's like, I want to feel like this all the time. Yeah. How do I say And it's, and it, and, but you go back to the environment mm-hmm. you've changed. And the only thing that you can bring with you is your higher vibe, right. but the an actual environment at, at that state is still the same. And so it's like, oh, how do I, and yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta sur- keep surrounding yourself with like-minded people and up leveling and 
And it sounds like that's what you want to do. Exactly. That's your exactly. Ultimate goal. Because like I said, it's not about learning a skill. I think it's about remembering. Maintaining. Right, right. Remembering what we already have deep within us that we might have forgotten that children often remember, right? Children are some of the most authentic beings on earth. They're the, the best planet. manifestors. How many children get a bicycle for Christmas and their parents have no money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, or the, or the such and such that they truly believe they're going to, I mean, they really are. Like I remember, like I think about a Christmas that I had and my parents were, I did not grow up wealthy and we were living in a two bedroom and I was sharing a room with my brother duplex mm-hmm. in Albany, Georgia. And I wanted a stereo and a Barbie doll, a frame house and something else. And I was, and I think back now and I'm like, how the heck did my parents do that? But I got all those things. Now, granted, my parents probably went in debt to give it to me, right, but, right. but you know, you just, I never didn't believe I wasn't going to get it. Mm. Right, right. Well, and I hate these material possessions, but no, it's true. I mean, children don't come into the world thinking money I'm so stupid, or I I can never get this, or I'm not good enough for that. Or they don't come into the world thinking those things. No, you know? they don't. Those are beliefs that are imposed upon them as they go through life, as they interpret experiences through the lens that they've been given. So why not help our children to develop an empowering lens, right? The rose-colored classes. Exactly. <laughs> Put well, on the rose-colored. Rose glasses. That's imagine if they tell them to put on the rose-colored oh, glasses. Really? Yes, they? and they get rose-colored glasses. Yes. Yeah, and and being able to use the tools and the resources that they can gain during those periods to deal with real-life situations. Because the bully on the playground might be a real-life situation. How do you deal with that? You know, you're gonna hear things from people. I, I sure I say things to my kids that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hear a moment. And you know, and, and how learning you can't how take to, it back. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. How to fortify and be resilient mm. around those experiences, you know? Wow. Pretty powerful stuff. Makes yeah. me want to be a mom. Oh, come on. Be a mom. Uh, That's why I love coaching parents about that stuff too, because being able to help them see that sometimes when you have an outside person who gets it, you know, come in the breakthrough. Like, Wait a minute. You know, like the break, I call this. it the breakthrough. Yeah. Yes. But we're going to take a quick, quick, quick break awesome. and we'll be right back. You are listening to The Manifesting Hour, sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation and unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions. Change your life one intention at a time. Hey, guys, we're back. I just feel like you could have easily have your 10,000 followers after this show. Like, I feel like that, that was like an easy one. We, there are a lot of people that come on this show and they – get into that vibe and things happen for them. Jesse. Yes. Tell ever tell Lynetta your story real quick. He yes. did my show. Wow. I did do. I was actually when it was one of my first days working here and I did her show. Wow. Like, yeah. Very interesting. Um uh just real briefly, uh, I'm I'm a musician. I'm uh, I'm a music producer and uh part of the manifesting game that I played was me winning Grammys, me being, you know, successful and more importantly me being a positive change agent in the world. And I was, you know, I was creating that. And now all of a sudden I'm winning a lot of these, you know, music competitions. I'm getting a lot of recognition from, you know, bigger music producers. And I'm, and I'm opening up a lot of uh, opportunities for myself, including today where I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to be on 2 Chains, uh video shoot tonight. Wow. Yeah. 
How yeah. stinking cool is that? That was right before you came, too. Someone just called me and said, hey, you want to be on the, a video shoot? That's like, what you're yeah. trying to tell me. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he always has this stuff to tell me, and I'm not, I'm not present, and I don't like that when yeah. people are trying to tell me news in my mind is somewhere else. But, but yeah, the big th- so I, I mean, I think that's a pretty easy thing to ask the universe for is 10,000 people just hear what I have to say. You don't have to listen to me if you don't like me, but just yeah. Click on and see what you like. If, you were, if, it, if it aligns with you and it resonates with you, I love that positive change agent. That really resonates with me as well. I oh, feel yeah. like that's what I want to be, that positive change agent, that force. I don't want our kids growing up feeling like I grew up feeling like I wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't powerful enough. Um, you know, all There were levels things. like oh, people at, that grew up the way I did can only get to this yeah. level. Like this level is meant for other kids or exactly, other people. Yeah. Exactly. But not for me. And it was, and I think it was, it was hard to climb through that. And there's still times those thoughts come up. I recognize them. I'm more aware of them, mm-hmm. but they still do, you know, and think about if we could raise our children to, even if they have those thoughts, be able to recognize them and be like, Hmm, you know, and deal with them and work through them or, just realize like, no, I'm a divine, awesome, bad, but spiritual being. And <laughs> I am so powerful and I'm so amazing. You know, who doesn't want that for their child, right? Yeah, I yeah. can do And for them, to, they're your me. children to teach that to other exactly, people. Exactly. Exactly. It starts with your kids. That's where that legacy comes in, mm-hmm. right? Teach the parents to teach the kids who will teach their kids and other people and spread that energy in the world. Bam, there we go. The unforgotten self legacy. Oh yeah. I totally see it. I totally see it. I Yay. I just I know that you're aligned with what it is that you're supposed to be doing. I just hope that you love it. Yeah. I do, I do. It's been a while. Like I said, you know, that having that not enoughness, it it takes a minute to crawl out of that. Well that sounds like, like girl, yeah. like her original intention I was like, this is <laughs> this is a cakewalk. That's not big enough. But get bigger, but like, I know that you had some hesitation, not hesitation with me, but just, (gasps) I got to go on. For a lot of people, this is their first step into really putting it out there Mm. to the unknown. Like maybe your closest friends and family know what you're doing, but the trust of like, I'm about to stream this. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's going to watch it. Who's going to listen to it. That's powerful. So I don't know if that was something that was kind of tugging at your chain. It was a little bit because... It's something that, like, I really feel like this is being birthed, right? So it's not like it's something where I can say, I want to be the CEO of that company right there, right? This is something that's being birthed, and it's coming out of me. So when I talk about it, I never really know what's going to come out of my mouth, right? (laughs) I could be like, blah, 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 blah. No, that wasn't English. Um, You know, so there is that anxiety about how am I going to express this? How is it going to express it? Self, you know, you're so well spoken. It's, it should be the well spoken self. Yeah. <laughs> you are so funny. Thank well, you. Well, how does how does it feel? Like, did you? What, what? My main thing is when you're here. I always want you to feel inspired to action mm-hmm. to what it is that you want to do to create that vision. So, what's something that you want to do when you leave now that you're mm. like, this feels real to me? Yeah. A couple of things came up for me when you asked that. I think the first thing was I really want to cultivate the Facebook group because I think that that's going to be a a space where a lot of this is going to be birthed, right, and helping people to heal and deal with their children and learn this process, this soul sight process um, through that, through each other, through the community. I really feel like it's something that the community can help to birth, you know, in so many ways. I also – 
got this idea, what came when you were talking was to really dive deeper into my book <laughs> and really look at it. The one you're from, writing? This one. This one? This okay. one. Because and as crazy as it sounds, it was very recent when I was like, oh, the end of that book is about soul sight. Oh, I probably should have noticed that earlier. Why did that just now come to me? You know, so you wrote really, them mutually exclusive. You, you, think of, you thought oh, of yeah. soul sight and the book as being mutually exclusive. Oh, yes. Okay. I absolutely did. It was only recent where I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was reading it again, and I said, wait a minute. Hey, this is, this is what this is about, allowing the divine to express through you as you, you know, like. Yes, yes to all. But what does that look like practically? Like we say stuff like that, like allow the divine to express through you. Right, and right, right, the divine right. in me sees the divine in what the right. heck does that right. look like? Right. What does that look like? How do, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> right. It's like it, I sometimes think, is it fake it till you make it? You know, because sometimes I'm like, I don't get these. Like, when I hear my friends saying that they can see this realm and that realm, I'm like, but why can't I? I'm right. just as you know, I'm just as divine. Right. But, yeah, but I get but what does that look like? Right. That's but it's my really psychologist a, side coming in. Yeah, like, but it's okay. about what it feels yes. like. What does it feel like? It's really yeah, about what you're it feels right. Like. You're right. That is, and I think that's the reality. Like, what does it look like? It's what it feels like. <laughs> that's what it looks mm. like. It's what it feels like. <laughs> Yeah, you look like you're looking for another audio. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. It was the funnest hour. This was fun. This, was, just, this is a complete 180 from pre from the previous. I hour. know, <laughs> I know. I feel bad, but no. But you know, you have to have those shows. I mean, not everybody. A lot of people like those downer shows to lift them up mm. or help them find other things to lift it, them up. It, it wasn't a downer show. It was just very, very real in yeah. the sense of like it, it got. It was about the ugliness of when what you're trying to create doesn't happen, mm. and you can't let that go. This seems oh, like it's yeah. the opposite. This seems to be the most like jovial and hopeful. <laughs> like, I want to make it happen. I'm going to. Right, yeah, right. nothing's gonna stop me now. Yes. yes. Well, I want to let everybody know where they can find you and find all your stuff because mm-hmm. it, it really—it's a children's book. It's eight sixteen ninety five, according yes. to the yeah. Yes. So it's nothing for a, an amazing lesson for your child. Uh, it's cheaper than that on Amazon, I think. Is it yeah. okay? You can get it on Amazon, mm-hmm. but her website is www.lynettawillis.com. L Y N y-e-t-t-a willis.com all one word the facebook my forgotten self one yes yes or the one that what we were talking about today was the soul site mama so they can also okay. find out the book at my forgotten self.com too um but the group that you're trying to grow right. is soul site mama soul site <laughs> mama okay and then you can follow her on twitter as at as Nieta willis and she's also on LinkedIn. What else did I miss? Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Dr. Yeah. I need to get better at those. I, got <laughs> I have to give one up. You know what I do? I have one that just goes to the other. That's, mm, I don't have to deal with it. I just, smart. I just, I'm like, I can't do that. So yes. I'm just going to let this tag into that. As oh, a, as I a will, social media marketer, that really isn't a good idea. I, know, I, know. I will know. also say really fast. I do on LanyettaWillis.com. I have an ebook on um, the spiritual guide to turning Um, power struggles into power sharing. So, because I think a lot of the issues that we face as parents, especially are those power struggles. So I, and it, and it involves power issues. Mm. So there's a free ebook there. You can go to, it has a ton of great tips that people can find and follow and talks a little bit more about soul sight too. See, she has all, she's not making you buy everything. No, No, I love freebies. I do. I know. But I think that's, 
it's such a, a beautiful gift to give someone because sometimes the people that need to be the most empowered are the ones that have nothing. Exactly. They have no resources. Right. And that's why we're so big here at United Intentions about providing the show. Uh, we do everything as a, as a foundation. Mm-hmm. So anything that is given to us through donating on our website as how to help, you, if you want to go give us, we need the donations because it's what keeps the lights on. It's what keeps the equipment going. It's what keeps us updating the website. We're trying, you know, we're trying to make it better every day, but we can't do it without your help. Yeah. And so please go to unitedintentions.org and how to help. Even if it's just a couple of bucks, it will go a long, long way. Oh yeah. And you're going to help a lot, a lot of kids. Just people for a long, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people in general and, Particularly if you're supporting the UIF education program, you're going to be helping a lot of children. So, thank you guys for be- listening. Thank you, thank you for being uh, here. Thank you, Jesse. Oh yeah. But Jesse's got. Are you on next week? Uh, yes, I am. Jesse's going to have his show premiere next <gasps> week on Tuesday. Ride the vibe with Jesse Till. What? That's right. Can yeah. you tell us who your guest is? Uh, yes. So my guest. If everything goes willing and according to plan, will be when it goes willing when and it goes, when willing. it goes willing. Yeah, will be uh, Princess Leia. She's uh, uh, Layla. I always confuse that. Princess Layla. She's actually a real princess from Tanzania who is an artist as well as a singer. And so I'm going to have her on the show, and then we're going to be talking about how she can manifest her creativity and what she's going to bring into the music industry. And then I'm going to show her how the power of intention can make that happen. Oh, what? pretty cool. A princess. And she can shift yeah. a whole country. She can, yeah, yeah. She can. Countries. That's a countries. Yeah, right that's a big one. Yeah. Big, big things going on. So thank you guys for listening, as always. I will see you in two weeks. Thank you for being thank here you, again. And um, yeah. stay tuned. Bye. You have been listening to the Manifesting Hour on UI Radio Network. The Manifesting Hour is sponsored by the United Intentions Foundation at unitedintentions.org. Look for us on Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram under United Intentions and on Twitter at Higher Intentions. Be sure to log on to unitedintentions.org, a virtual community where you learn to create, track, and manifest your passions, one intention at a time. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, keep smiling in the deep end.